Listener Production. This podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Everyone, very exciting times because today we decided to just do an episode with the amazing Brogan and Molly from FBoy Island. You guys demanded it, so we delivered. I mean, Lem delivered, Oscar delivered. I rocked up, and it's very exciting. Oscar's losing his shit. He, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, the finale is just, it's just yeah, it's amazing. If you haven't seen it, you've got to watch it. And if you haven't. This is a great chat. Yes. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, you can listen to it. If you have no intention of watching, I mean, listen to the episode anyway. But spoiler alert, obviously we're speaking about Finale, a huge part of Finale with Brogan and Molly. And if you want to watch the whole season, it'll be, it's on binge, episode one to ten. I think, I mean, obviously I'm the host, so I'm biased, but I think it's one of the best no. reality series this country's ever made. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so basically, just as a setup, if you don't know, and if you aren't going to watch, Molly was one of the three women on F-Boy Island. F-Boy Island, Jesus Christ, the premise is this. 24 men are descending onto this <laughs> very island. Half of them are self-proclaimed F-Boys, only looking for cash. The other half are self-proclaimed nice guys, here for a real grown-up relationship. Love heart. Um, so half of them are basically there to win 50 grand if they get the girl to choose them in the end. The other half are there for a real relationship. So each woman has a prize pool of $50,000. If at the end she chooses a nice guy, they split the money in half, 25 grand each. They're in love. They're together. We're happy. If she chooses an F boy, they have the power to take the money, take $50,000 for themselves and go, ha ha, no, sucked in. Or they say, I'm reformed. I'm splitting the money with you. I like you enough or love you enough to be have a relationship with you. Now we got to finale and Molly had to decide between nice guy Nick and F boy Vernon. We had both of their statuses confirmed because halfway through the season, Vernon told Molly that he was an F boy and Nick, we knew he was a nice guy because he'd left early on and come back again. Watch the series. It sounds all very complicated, but watch the series. It makes sense. So everyone had their status reveal. So at finale, hugely tense. Throughout this series, we've heard this story from Mitch, who was another one of the guys, that Vernon apparently broke up with his missus to come on the show. Now, this is all a rumour the entire time until the day of finale when Brogan and Molly got in contact and Brogan told Molly everything about her relationship with Vernon. Seems like you also told Brogan, whom you broke up with, to come on this show, that you also wanted to be with her. And that after all of this, you were going to come back and find her. Yeah, that was about, what, three weeks ago? I did say that. I thought it was six months ago. No, I did do that. Right, so you're just going to come on a show and play her, play me, and then what were you going to do when you got out? Um, just FYI, if, you, if you're still like, I don't know if I should watch or not, this finale, I was grinding my teeth because I had so much adrenaline through my body. It felt like I was like... <laughs> on something like I was like I, my, I had full body shivers I don't know if you see I don't know if you see me like laughing you can see me laughing in the background of a few of the scenes not because I think anything's funny because I had so much adrenaline that I was going <laughs> like I was like I couldn't I was like Osha would never do this and like, so season two I won't be I won't be I, I, I just couldn't be composed it was the kind of drama that didn't need music in the background yes! you know like mm-hmm. that yes! was how it was in the end wow. um, and by the way you are missing a nightmare feel but it is so fucking 
fucking worth it. This is the so ultimate nightmare fuel. It. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, so, it is. It is. So um, here we go. Here's my chat with Brogan and Molly and Lemon Oscar. Ask some great questions as well. Oscar's number one fan. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> So, okay, we've got the amazing Broken here who kind of was a person who unleashed uh, the truth on unto Vernon. So, Brogan, you dated Vernon for how long? How did you meet him? Give us a rundown. Where did you meet Verno, as we're calling him? Okay, so we met at a nightclub, so romantic. Wow. Yeah, and then he kind of came up to me, was talking my ear off about how amazing I was. My smile was the most beautiful smile he's ever seen in his life. Like, I'm just, I'm not like any other girl he's met before, blah, blah, blah. So um, he got my number. Sounds oddly familiar. Okay, pause. I know. Okay, anyone that says to you, you aren't like any other girl I've met before, red flag, Molly's there shaking your head. Molly's like... Yeah, no. Look, so surprise me. Like, I literally think he said the exact same script to me. Oh, well, this is the thing. I'm dying to know the similarities between your two experiences. Um, and also, yeah, lesson learned. If any man ever says to you, you aren't like other girls, like, that is an insult. I am – I my girlfriends are fucking amazing. If I'm not like them, I suck. Like, I want to be like other women. Get fucked. Okay, so Brogan, so he's he's talking here off. He's, like, love-bombing you a bit straight up. Yes, like, straight away. Okay. Then he got my number. We stayed at the club till like it shut at like 4 a.m. Wow. Um, I know, a bit gross. <laughs> Just um, got things. Yeah. <laughs> and then I left the nightclub. I was sitting out the front and then everyone was kind of starting to leave the nightclub. I saw Brody. Oh, do I call him Brody or Vernon? Okay, I don't another, know. This is another thing. This is another thing. This is another thing. Okay, okay, okay. This is another thing that came out. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> at, finale, at finale, when this is getting filmed, you referred to him as, oh, no, what, what, I'm, cause I met, I met you before finale and you referred yeah. to him as Brody and I was like, you're broken, baby. Confused. I was, I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no one here is, I know if, if like a runner named Brody's been talking to you, but Molly, so his, uh, Brogan, you referred to him as Brody. We know him as Vernon. Molly, did you mm-hmm. know about his multiple names? So I, I did, in fact, know. He okay. actually told me that night behind the closed door that his name actually wasn't Vernon and it was Brody. <laughs> so what's the deal there? Apparently it's his stage name. He's got multiple <laughs> yeah, personas yeah, that he's yeah. got him being with. Sure. Him being Rihanna. <laughs> Verno. <laughs> um, but Brogan he calls it his alter ego. So Are you joking? No, like he literally says that. Okay, wait. So you call him Brody. Does everyone call him Brody in his life and he decided to be Vernon for the show or is it like? Um, so all of his friends know him by Vernon. Um, I've never really met anyone that calls him Brody apart from his mum, sister, dad and me and that was really it. Okay, so it's like when you have a partner and you call them like by their real name rather like 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 if a partner's name is Jimmy and you call them James. Yeah. But Vernon's his middle name. Yeah, that's his and middle name. And has he ever explained to you why? Sorry, this is probably like very boring for everyone else. But for me, for me I was like, <laughs> we didn't have time. There was so much going on. And I was like, who the <laughs> fuck is Brody? So wait, so <laughs> does it ever explain why to you he's Vernon rather than Brody? Just he likes it better? I think he likes it better. And he, I don't know, he just kept calling it his alter ego. So. Okay. Uh, that's all I got My from understanding him. was, I think it was his. Um, TikTok handle when he went viral and so then that was his mm-hmm. kind of online persona and so he just yeah kept with that. Moving on 
<laughs> Very diplomatic answer there. I so have to have a job next year. I can't be too brutal. Um, uh, okay, so you met um, Brody slash Vernon, and he comes outside of the club at 4 a.m. at the Gold Coast. What a romance story. She's like a princess, Disney princess girl at the club. What happens then? Yeah, so we were. I was sitting out the front. He walks out. He's with one of his good friends. And then my friend, like, taps me on the shoulder and she was like, look at Vernon. Mm. And then I was like, and he was talking to this girl, like, right in front of me. I was like, it's cool. Don't really, you don't owe me anything. Like, it's fine. But that just, like, kind of put me off him. Yeah. Um. So then I left. I went home. And then because I gave him my number, he texts me the next morning and he mm. goes, hey, hey, it's Vernon or blah, blah, blah. And then he, we kind of just stayed in contact and then we would go out with each other and it all just started from there. Then he told me he loved me within like three weeks of seeing <gasps> each other. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So <laughs> when you say three weeks, because the thing is with Isaiah and Ziara, they said I love you after three weeks. Yes. In that, in that like experience, you're with each other every day exactly. and you have no phones to kind of distract yourselves and you have to talk mm-hmm. about really intense things. So I understand on reality shows as I've been through and Molly, you understand like things feel way more intense than like quote unquote three weeks. It's like, it's you're like in a when you go on camp. camp. Oh my, god. oh my gosh. So, I love you, Oscar. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But three weeks in the real world is a bit weird. So you, were you together when he said three weeks after meeting or three weeks after being boyfriend, girlfriend, or what's it was the- um three weeks after meeting and we weren't with each other every single day for three weeks. We we're probably with each other like oh four out of those three weeks so pretty pretty much after four times he had met me he said I love you in a bath it was in a bath what? Yeah. have you have you had a bath with him Molly no I, I never got the opportunity oh. to have a bath thank oh, god <laughs> <laughs> so he said I love you after three weeks and then you were together after the I love you or was it like a yeah I love you but like I'm not looking for anything serious babe I can't tie Verno down <laughs> um we weren't dating at the time when he said I love you and then maybe Maybe two weeks after he was in hospital with he did something to his wrist or something and I went and saw him and gave him like some presents and was trying to make him feel better and then we went for a walk with his little IV drip in and then he asked me to be his girlfriend at the hospital and then okay so then you were together and how was the actual relationship like was it nice was it really intense was it love bombing give me an overall vibe It was intense from my point of view because I loved him so much. Like I loved him a lot and he was, he's a lot to deal with as you guys can all see. So it was really fun for me. It was really exciting. In what way is he a lot to deal with? You mean because he's just always. Yeah, like really goofy. Like Mm. he's like that all the time. Even when I'd want to like rest and like calm down, he would be like, going crazy all the time Mm. but I liked that about him so it was really fun for me and then towards the end it started to get really toxic he was going out leaving me like not speaking to me for the whole time he was out posting stories of him in like of girls in bikinis yeah like when we would fight he would go out and post these things to get like a reaction out of me and then one night I 
the next morning I went through his phone and then there was recently deleted messages of him speaking to this girl, like sexting her. Wait, pause. Saying, How do you find recently deleted messages? There's a new thing on your text. Okay, Brogan. Brogan <laughs> giving us a tutorial. Okay, how do we do this? I, okay, I'm going to delete some texts. So, like, I'll delete my texts to Oscar, okay? Yeah. Goodbye, Oscar. Erased forever. <clears throat> and then what do I do? And then go into edit. Edit. Show recently <gasps> deleted. Oh, my God. Did you not know that? No, babe. No, I don't think anyone knew that. No, I didn't know that was a thing. That's Molly, did you know about this? No idea. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Okay. I saw it on TikTok. (laughs) I can recover it. I can recover the six messages from Oscar. Thank God. Oh, please. It's (laughs) (laughs) 50-50. Okay. So so you and Annie found him sexting other girls a night after he'd ignored you all night, basically. Yeah. Um, Okay. So he was in the bathroom. I think he was brushing his teeth when I found it. And then I was really quiet in the other room, so he knew I was doing something. Mm. He runs in. I have his phone in my hand, and he knew exactly what I had just seen. Now, um, why did you feel the need to look? What set you off? Like, what what suspicions set you off? I, I would say it would be him posting girls, like, on his story, the ignoring me, not speaking to me. So I was like, if you're not speaking to me while you're out, what are you doing? Yes. Um, So I was like, I'm just going to have a look. And, yeah, that's what I found. And he was very defensive of it. He snatched the phone out of my hand. And before I had the full moment to read all of the messages, he deleted every single message. So I only got a glimpse of what he was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he kind of agreed, yeah, look, we were like sexting each other. I never went and saw her. And then I broke up with him. I went to work and came back to my house and there was a big bouquet of flowers at my door with a lovely note saying, I want to marry you. I want you to be the mother of my kids. Um, What? what? Do you still have said note? Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. Wait, do you? So it said, I love you. I want to marry you. I want you to be the mother of my kids. I have a photo of it because. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Molly, have you heard all this when? Because obviously your conversation with Brogan was longer than what we saw. Uh, no, so I did haven't you hear all this? Heard the the ins and out of the relationship. That's for sure. Yeah, but it sounds like I'm. I feel like I'm, I'm going through a bit of PTSD. My ex fiance, actually, after he, I caught him cheating on me, and you know we were supposed to get married in five months. He sent me two dozen long stem roses, um, oh. and a beautiful note. You know what I did? I posted a photo on Instagram what? holding the roses saying Bachelor 2023. Yeah. And then she was FBoy Island 2023 baby <laughs> manifestation <laughs> queen. I mean, it was slightly off, but she still did something similar. She still did something similar. We love it. And she found someone she likes. Um, okay, so, Brogan, what, what did the exact notes say? Okay, so it says... I love you more than anything. You are my absolute world. He spelled absolute wrong. I want to grow old with you. I want you to be my wife and the mother to my children. I want everything to do with you. I hope you know how much you mean to me. And did that get you back into the cycle? Because this is what people who are involved in toxic cycles often experience the other person, you know, messing up, making making a quote-unquote mistake. They messed up. I'm really sorry. And then they do these grand gestures to come back around. Did that kind of hook you back in? Yeah, look, it did. And then I gave him another shot. It wasn't just because of the flowers. It was 
all of the messages I was receiving and I loved him so much. I, I, I couldn't let go. Mm. Um, so that's why I stayed with him. Yeah, I mean, and I was on and off for the next for eight years, babe, like no shame. And he, yeah. I think he got me flowers once. So I think he would yeah. do things like bring me Maccas and I'd be like, wow. <laughs> oh, my God, he loves me. Or he just like jumped my fence one time. He, one time he jumped my balcony, knocked on my door, was with a cigarette and was like, baby, I love you. And I was like, this is it. <laughs> See, that's what I would be like. I like that. Like, babe, I don't know. Me, I was like, come inside me. Um, okay, so. <laughs> So then, then what was the final straw for you guys to break up? So how and and what was the sort of total timeline? Okay, so it was February. Oh so no, you broke, not February. You broke up in February. Yeah, no, we broke up first of Feb. So how that happened was we were a bit rocky. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what happened this time. And then we saw each other on the 29th of January. Um, and you know, we, it's because you have texts, hey. Yeah, I literally you know the exact everything. dates. Yeah, Brogan yeah. <laughs> um, was showing me. We were like scrolling through texts before she went in to see Molly. I came outside to meet her, and I was. She was like, "I got texts." I was like, "Show me!" <laughs> and she's like, "Look at this!" Like it was like it's you have all the receipts. I love it. I do, and I'm so glad I didn't delete them because I was going to when mm. he went on the show because I didn't want to see anything. Of course. Um, but I'm so grateful I kept them. Otherwise, people would probably think I was lying. Mm-hmm. Um, so 29th but, of January, you see him. Yeah, so we saw each other. We were all good. We were back together. I went to work on the 1st of Feb, and I get a text message from him saying, I've just been invited to go to F-Boy Island. I'll be going on as an F-boy and I'm just there to win cash. And I kind of said, do what you think is right. I didn't want to tell him, no, there's no way you're doing that. I didn't want, I wanted him to show me that he didn't want to go because he loved me. Mm. So I, I gave him the option to do what he liked. Obviously he went with the, I'm going to go on the show but I'm going to go on there. I'm going to lie. I'm going to bullshit for three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I love you more than anything. If you're still single when I'm out, I will be coming straight for you again. I love you. I want to marry you. And in between the process of him 1st of Feb to when um, you guys started filming, he was nonstop calling me on no caller ID, calling me at like 4 a.m. in the morning crying because he couldn't deal with everything. So you'd broken up then. You were like, we're done Mm-hmm. because of this. Was there any part mm-hmm. of you that sort of was like, well, you could win a lot of money, you know, it's, Mm-mm. I mean, you didn't know the time, but like 50, it's 50 grand. I like, you know, that could get a house deposit for us. Like, was there any part of you that thought that? No, no. as soon as he said that, I was, I was gone. Like I, there was something in me, like when he told me that, that I knew we would never, ever, ever going to get back together. So and I feel like it's an ick going, I'm going to go and lie and bullshit to these girls for three weeks and get, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, like it's even just the intention. He's gone mm-hmm. in there intentionally thinking and almost succeeding in bullshitting his way through to 50 grand. Like what an ick to have the, the premeditation, you know? Exactly. Yeah. On that, actually, I, I do want to ask because like there are a lot of guys out there with that kind of mentality of, you know, it's, that's why there's Fuckboy Island is to show that there is that behavior. So do, do you, I know you can't speak for him, but do you have a theory of why he's a bit like that? Is it coming out of insecurity? Is it coming out of like just actual fucking dickheadedness? Like I'm going, why is he like this? <laughs> yeah, I just want to know. 
you know, like I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm in a gay relationship. Like it's been, it's been a while since I've been with a man. And I've just, mm-hmm. I just want to understand like, what, what is it? It's just like conquer all, like winner mentality. Like, what is it exactly? I mean, it's not going to be factual what you say, but what do you think? Yeah. Look, I think it could be the ego. So I think that's what it is. Personally, I think it's ego and he can't be by himself. He struggles a lot to be by himself. If he's out of a relationship, he's in a new one two weeks after. Mm. Um, speak okay. like right now as well. So He's in a relationship right now? Yeah. Oh, Molly, you're not even here. Yeah, Molly knows too. What? What, Molly, what, what, what information do you have, Molly? Oh, fab. Got, got all the information. Um, no, he's, okay. he's dating a girl called who seems really lovely from all reports. I've, I've had a chat sure to her is. and had a chat to him. I mean, his type seems to be lovely women. Like that's not, it, it's, and this is generally the case with F boys is that they end up enticing, really lovely, empathetic women who can see the best in them, who go, oh, like no one understands him like I do or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people who are who are smart and can see from different angles and, you know, that's generally, I'm sure she is a lovely girl. Praying for you. Okay, so you break up because we started filming on the, on the 13th of February. Mm-hmm. So I got up there to my accommodation on the 3rd. So... Two days after you guys have broken up, I'm getting ready, babes, right? So this is how close the timeline is. So you break up and you're still talking. He's still calling you until the day he goes in because he was an intruder. So came in a bit later and he's still calling you, texting you, obsessed. And then he goes, I'm going in. I love you. I'm getting the money for you or for us or for me. He might have said for us. Uh, I don't completely remember. But, yeah, he was after the money. Who knows what he was going to do with it. Okay. Um, yeah. And then in this time you get Tinder because you're trying to like yeah. do the thing where you're like, where you're like, oh, we should have had Mitch on the fucking podcast where you're doing this thing. And go, Mitch, he goes, oh, yeah, so I'm on Tinder and this really hot bird <laughs> broken pops up, right? <laughs> um, so, you're, so, of course, when you go through a breakup and you're like, I just want something to distract me and mm-hmm. what better than a dating app? Then you match with Mitch. We didn't match, no. Oh. Wow. Okay. So tell me about that. So I was on Tinder and he must have seen me on there. And then he messaged me on Instagram. Um, For fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) He pretty much asked how I was single. I said, look, I just got left for a reality TV show. And he was saying, oh, what TV show was it? And then I said, oh, FB Island. And he goes, and what's your ex's name? So I said, Vernon. And then he said, what's with the rude finger thing? Because on his Instagram, I, every single photo is him. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I said, yeah, I said something along the lines of cringe. And then he, we kind of had a little conversation and then he mentioned he was moving back to Victoria. So I just left, I stopped replying to him. I was like, I'm right. not going to bother speaking to you because you are moving state. So I didn't think anything of it. You're like, that's a conversation with some random dude who's moving back to some boiler maker who's moving back to Victoria. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you're like, whatever, au revoir, Mitch. See ya. <laughs> then the show begins. 
Molly meets Vernon. Now, Molly, your experience with Vernon, obviously we could see, because like even in, in person, like everyone who watched the show, and this is what's frustrating when you're on a reality show, is everyone's like, how could she be so blindsided by, it's like, you're not seeing his interviews. Yeah. You're not seeing what he's saying off camera. And like, I, like, you know, like I, I quite like to, Vernon's like a funny, nice guy. I mean, I think like, Nick is so lovely in such a, they're so different that it's like they're both, they're both like funny, like, and when I say nice, I mean like nice to be around, not kind, but like, you know, they're different, yeah, it's different, but like, you know, like personable, gregarious, Nick is like lovely cuddle bear as we know, but like there wasn't ever like a real question for me who was someone there. And I think the other two women as well as to why you would like Vernon, like it wasn't no. out of, it wasn't crazy. So what was your experience with Vernon in that short period of time? How does that align with Brogan's experience? I mean, it's, we both have had very different experiences. I mean, I only knew Vernon for what, two and a half weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get to know the ins and outs of this, this guy. And I probably didn't have as strong a feelings develop as, as, as what Brogan did just because there wasn't the time there. And I also don't fall very fast. Mm, um, after, yeah, understandably. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so I think mine was condensed, but a, a very kind of different experience, but definitely a, a lot of the things Brogan experienced in, in terms of the love bombing and the kind of pace at, at which Vernon moved, it, it's a little bit addictive. You, you get a bit caught up and a bit swept up in mm. all of it, but also he was a good time. And I was, I was on an island. And, you know, I had recently gone through a a bloody separation Um, and I was like, you know, I I like the vibe. I I like having fun. You know, he's easygoing. So I I definitely, you know, found that a little bit addictive. Totally. And also, is he as good at eating pussy as he says he is? That's exactly what I wanted to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Me waiting for a time. I was thinking, what's a segue? I don't have one. Um, Guys. Can you both answer at the same time? Three, two, one. No. no. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know. <laughs> A for okay. effort, though. A for effort. Um, he likes being there. He enjoys what he does. And A for effort. Brogan, is that your experience as well? A for effort. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give him that. We'll give him A for effort. Okay. All right. I mean, um, there, there are some guys that don't even like to try or they're just too bloody lazy. So I'll, I'll, I'll give him credit where credit's due. The bar, the bar is, is so low. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't tell our lesbian producer that. Yeah. Queer producer yeah. that. Don't tell two queer women. Like, no. You know what? Um, uh, Someone that I used to fuck is who is the second Mm, yeah, second best pussy. Mm, yeah, I'm going to rate him as number two now. Um, the second best pussy he'd have ever had, he learned from a book called She Comes First. So oh. maybe if you'd mm. like to send um, Vernon a present or anyone in your life, everyone listening, a present, you could mm-hmm. send them the book She Comes First. Okay, so and, and of course when you're there as well because you've been in a serious relationship, like you were engaged so close to getting married, of course you're going to want to be around someone fun and silly and Nick was the obvious safe option and also what people didn't see is you didn't really have any other chemistry with any of the other guys. Like from what I, like you didn't really, you weren't like really drawn to any of the other guys. No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> so like Vernon and Nick, they're like they're like two sides of a, a similar-ish coin. 
I guess, from your perspective at the time, now we know they're worlds apart, but you know, and then you obviously hear this broken story throughout the show. And I guess everyone again is questioning online. Why didn't you push harder on it? I think I know the answer, but give your answers to why I didn't push harder before finale. I mean, my, I had already kind of made up my mind. So I had already, after my 24 hour date had kind of decided I was going with Nick. I I saw much more of a future with Nick. So it wasn't a a huge issue. But then when the opportunity kind of came to teach both Vernon and and F-Boys in general a bit of a lesson, Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck yeah, like I'm I'm so about this. But yeah, I I had already kind of made my decision. So it it didn't, to me personally, it it didn't matter too much. I wasn't hurt or cut up or or vengeful. I, you know, I, I had found my nice guy, so it, it yeah, didn't it was like you had like a much. fun. Cr- Sorry to interrupt you. It was like like a fun crush on Vernon, but you had feelings for Nick. Is that kind of how you would? That's how I kind of interpreted it. Yeah, was like horny fun crush for Verno, and then Nick, you're like, oh, I have like a serious like thing yeah. here. So it's a pretty obvious choice, particularly when one is a confirmed F boy and one is a confirmed <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. Um, but then you speak to Brogan and I, I know Brogan, you were quite nervous before you went and spoke to Molly because I had a you, ch- like a rash on my chest. Yeah. You were shitting yourself um, yeah. to put it lightly. So I came to the villa, had to have a chat with you off camera before. And then you went in and he spoke to Molly. Did you think Molly would be mad at you? Why were you so nervous? I think it was, I didn't know how, I think the number one thing I was so nervous, I didn't know how he was going to react. Mm. I thought when I went into finale night, I he was going to like, not scream at me, but say really, really hurtful things. I didn't know if I was going to be able to deal with that or not. That was my thing. Mm, yeah, because we, when we knew this was happening, we, with the, the producers and I, were talking about it, and we were like, "How? There's like three options of how he's going to react. He's going to make a joke about it because he's Verno. Um, he'll be completely silent, or he could get really angry. And that mm-hmm. was something that we really, really spoke about. That's why we made sure you were you were like next to me and had me holding you, and we wouldn't have. Yeah. And if he if he arced up, we would have just been like, get get the fuck out. But so talking to Molly, was it a relief to like, was it satisfying being like, oh, I can finally have someone who's going to listen to what I have to say and understand who this person is and was it validating for you? Yeah, definitely. Well, I was just, it was getting spun so different to how the real story went and I heard little bits and pieces about what, Vernon was saying so I just I was happy and really grateful that Molly let me tell my side of the story because it was so wrong what Brody was saying so I was just really grateful that I got to share the real side of the story so Molly were you shocked like I I know obviously it was new information but were you really shocked or did you know in your heart I think Good question. I don't know. I'm, I'm very good at suppressing my emotions and just dealing with them yeah, later yeah. Uh, behind closed doors. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that we all. Um, oh, look, I was I was surprised at some of the you know some of his wording. Uh, sometimes he is not the most eloquent of, of people. Like um, what? Oh, just just the you know I'm I'm going to go spin bullshit for three weeks and mm. that that kind of surprised me. I thought he was a little bit more genuine than that. Um, to, to be honest, even even if he is there for a good time, like that's that's fine. But to 
want to play people like that. I yeah didn't love that particular text message. And mm. I think for me, there was one text message um, that said something along the lines of, you know, I'll, I'll come back and find you with a ring emoji. And I think given my past, having that diamond ring emoji in the text message, that that made me pretty upset. Mm. What about it in particular? Because I mean, given the fact that I was engaged and, and I thought yes. I was going to get married to a guy and then to see somebody else go through, you know, mm-hmm. a, a similar situation where somebody's promising you a life and, and um, you know, saying they want to be with you, you know, forever, make a lifelong commitment, you know, it, it's it's awful to, to then, you know, mm-hmm. them say that to your face and do something else behind your back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you think, Brogan, that... Vernon, if you hadn't come and done this, do you think he would have come out and if he'd ended up with the money, do you think he would have come out and found you and and been with you? Or do you think it was a convenient thing for him to say to have you on the back burner? Look, I don't know. Potentially, yes, because when he did leave, he did try again even after well, I what? had. So, okay, so after finale. Yeah. He, he then tried to get back with you again. Yeah. You have these texts. This one's a little bit of a not long story, but it's a, there's a lot going on in the story about okay. this one. So I we filmed finale. I went home. I got a few no-caller ID calls and I was like, okay, this is Vernon. So I didn't answer the first two, I think, answered the third. He said, the first thing he said was, no hard feelings, right? And I said... Um, not on your behalf, no, because I haven't done anything to you. On my behalf, I do have some hard feelings for you. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I've like the whole TV show finale around his downfall and going, look, I do have some hard feelings. I will admit that. <laughs> yeah. So he said that and I was kind of laughing. I was like, are, are you joking? And then I said, where did you end up going? Like when he got escorted off, because I didn't know where he was going. Was he like hiding in the villa somewhere? And then he said, no, I'm at home. Do you want to come over? And um, No, 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 no. Oh. I was like, are you, are you joking? And I was like, absolutely not. I hung up the phone. Anyway, next night, Saturday night, I went to the PAV on the Gold Coast. Um, we saw Mitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw Mitch and then Mitch told me that Brody was coming and I was like, oh, God, okay. And then I saw him. He saw me and Mitch together and he wasn't that happy about it. Mm-hmm. He did say something to Mitch regarding Mitch touching me. If he was to touch me, what Brody would do. He, yeah, he wasn't that happy with it. And then he came up to me. He wanted to talk about it because this was the first time that we had had to see each other and actually speak about what had happened. So I got, obviously I was a few drinks deep. I got a little bit emotional. I started crying and he was like, let's just go somewhere private to talk about it. I was like, yeah, okay. And then I was actually kind of drunk. So I don't remember the full conversation, but I do remember little bits of him saying like, I do love you. I do want to be with you. I told you it was all a game for me and I just said, no, you can't say this to me. You cannot tell me that you love me if you did that to me because you put yourself in a position to lose me. You knew what would happen if you went on that show. I told you. That conversation ended. He was kind of following me around all night and then me and Mitch kind of just went and did our own thing 
and Brody was blowing up our phones, Mitch and my phone. And then he told me that he was going to go to Mitch's house and find out where he lived so he could, I don't want to say the word yeah. he said, but, yeah, yeah he, he was getting very angry. Wait, so yeah. you haven't spoken to him since then? Oh, apart from the pav. Yeah, you haven't seen or spoken to him since that that conversation with it. Okay. She's yeah. shaking her head as a no, by the way. <laughs> yeah, shaking her head yeah. no. So at finale, I remember he said, because uh, it was such a blur because it was so... Like the amount of adrenaline I think that like Molly felt and I felt because we were the only ones and and the producers, like no one knew, like even, so only the EPs, Molly and myself knew what was going on. Even like producers who like other producers didn't know. Like one of my really good friends is a producer and I was like, have you heard? And she's like, no. And I was like, oh fuck, I can't tell you. That day on a run I saw her and I was like, Babe, I'm, I'm running in circles around the island because I was like, I'm full of adrenaline because tonight's going to be fucked. But, <laughs> but, like, I kind of forget a lot of it. I kind of blacked out. But I remember he said something to you that was really fucked. He, like, accused you. He tried to kind of go mm-hmm. you that I think he remembered where he was. Molly or Brogan, do you remember what he said? Am I imagining this? Cheating. Yeah, he said that you, you were cheating on him. Yeah. What was yeah. that? I didn't make the cut, obviously. I don't know where he got that from. I think it is coming from that I broke up with him or he broke up with me to go on the show. I moved on. I started doing what I wanted to do as soon as he told me he was going on the show. And he's gotten in his head that I had slept with someone and he's calling that cheating. Right. But he, yeah, yeah, no play on. Um, One more question about Mitch. So did you guys hang out after at all? Like you did. I heard you did and the producers talk. <laughs> um, yeah, we hung out a few times, but nothing really came of it. We're just friends. Oh, really? Mm. Did you have sex? <laughs> Oscar. Oscar, that's inappropriate. Bro, Very you have subtle. to answer if you don't want to. <laughs> you know, Ask Mitch. <laughs> Ask Mitch. Oh my God. I'll ask Mitch. Mitch is, Mitch, honestly though, I love a dibba and I'm glad he was a dibba That's iconic. That's iconic. Okay. So Molly, after that all happened and you finally, you finally got to be with nice guy, Nick. We love yeah. it. You guys are still together. Yes. Yeah, so give yeah. us, a, give us an update. How's it going? Oh, going really well. I um, haven't seen him in two weeks, which sucks, but going up this weekend, which is fantastic. Um, So, yeah, I I knew that Nick and I had a a much better chance in in the real world of of actually being together. And, yeah, all all going smooth sailing at the moment. We love. Looking back on the show and looking back at the finale, are you glad with the way that Vernon was represented and and what, um, was, I guess, exposed about Vernon? Like, are you, or do you feel like, you know, it was a bit harsh on him? I think a lot of the time there's a lot more dimension to people than what is portrayed on reality TV. They mm-hmm. literally only show one side of you. I think the situa- situation is always more complex than that and people and relationships are more complex than that. Obviously my relationship with either of the guys on the show wasn't developing as much because it was only three weeks. But I do feel in in some cases Vernon was genuine. I think he is, you know, immature at times, um, mm. but he also owns that. Yeah, I, I think 
there were times where I, I did feel he was sincere and he was genuine and, you know, I do wish him all the best in, in this new relationship. But, yeah, I knew that he would take it in his stride. I knew that he would be okay with it afterwards. Brogan, how about you? Do you feel like it was it was just? It's obvious I didn't, I felt a little bit bad for him and I don't know why. It's obviously, I once loved him a lot, so it's obviously hard to see him getting a lot of backlash of what's happened on the show, Um, and I did not want that on him. I didn't want him to get cyberbullied or anything like that, but, it's it's, yeah, it's just a bit hard for me to... I mean, it was the truth of what happened. It wasn't wasn't like there was a manufactured um, storyline. It was the truth, and and the entire quote-unquote storyline, if we're speaking in reality terms, a story arc actually existed outside of filming. So like your whole yeah. whole story arc is not, cannot be edited or manipulated because it's mm. the real world. Can I actually ask something about you and Nick right now? Cause, and please feel free to tell me like, fuck off, Lem, I don't want to answer this. <laughs> but, um, you know, every relationship, when you get into it, you still take like some of the hurt from the past and things mm. like that. So now that you're with Nick, do you feel like you have gained that security or is it something that you're working on? You know, cause it's quite hard. You've got like two situations back to back within a year. Mm. So how does that work out for you? And again, feel free not to answer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely, you know, I still have insecurities because of what happened. And I know that it's no kind of reflection on me. It's, it's on my ex, but you know, you're, you're always going to bring things like that into it. But Nick has been nothing but being incredibly supportive um, through that and kind of doing whatever he needs to, to make sure I feel secure. So yeah, it, it's, it's just kind of moving forward for me now. I think really the, the Vernon case didn't impact me all that much. Okay. Um, to, to be honest, it was probably more, you know, my marriage not going ahead. Um, mm. So, yeah, but I always wanted to, to move on and live my life and, and not kind of let that prevent future relationships for me. And, yeah, Nick, Nick and I are doing really, really well and, and he's been incredibly supportive. In love. Brogan, how are you going now with dating? Are you seeing anyone? Are you traumatised? <laughs> What's going on? Um, I'm so single. I've never been more single. Um, <laughs> it's good though. Yeah. It's yeah. good to hear you're super single. Yeah, I wanted to heal. Um, I didn't want to jump into something straight away because it would probably wouldn't end very well and I have a lot of things I need to work on from Vernon, from past relationships from him as well. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to take time out and work on myself. So also, that's what I'm you've doing. just been on TV, just thinking yeah. of the guys. <laughs> You're going to have busy. a great time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to finish off. Oh, do you have a question? I do. I've just got some fan questions. And when I say fan questions, they're really just questions for me. Um, (laughs) Molly, what was the first date that you had after you, with you and Nick after outside of filming? Uh, So I went back up to Sydney to do a a little bit of filming and he asked for me to stay over that weekend, come up early and, and, um, you know, spend the, the weekend with him, which was really lovely. I think... Uh, the, the first thing we did, because I flew up on a Friday night, was just essentially just sit in bed and chat without having cameras and, and, and get to know him, you know, outside 
of, of the TV show. And then it was just, you know, meeting his family, meeting all his cousins. And, and then I went and watched him play rugby and, you know, going out and getting coffee, like very normal things. Yeah, yeah, we didn't yeah. do any huge, you know, romantic dinners and, and dates and, and sunsets and whatever. Mm. Um, it was just like, like the normalcy and, and just being able to have a cuddle and have a chat and, and get to know this person. Oh, mm. cute. And do you think, to, to both of you guys, do you think that as a result of um, what happened with Vernon in the finale, that he has the capacity to change? I think or? so. I think in the right circumstances, I think he definitely has the capacity to change. I think overall he means well. He puts a foot his foot in it a lot of the bloody time. He makes a shit ton of mistakes. But, yeah, I, I like to to see the best in people. And I, I do think he's capable of that. And, and honestly, I, I hope, you know, that, that this relationship does work out for him. Brogan, how about you? I I don't know. I don't know if he will change because I don't know if he see, sees the wrong in it. That's... Oh, you don't think he sees the wrong in what? No, I, I don't. But I feel like... If if he does see the wrong in it, um, I I hope he does change. And like Molly said, I do wish him the best for his new relationship as well. So I feel like anyone can change and develop and grow, but they have to go do serious work. Like go to therapy twice a week and be really honest yeah. with themselves and with and people around them and make amends. And I just think that yeah, it's it's a lot of hard work to make serious change. But hopefully he can. And yeah, I mean like hopefully his new relationship is going great and he has learnt. Question mark. So one, my last question for both. Oh, yeah. I've got, got one more. This is it. Sorry, yeah, Brogan. Yeah. Um, would you be on F-Boy Island season two? Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. I mean, that would be, yeah, <laughs> amazing. So Oscar is like the Brogan's number one fan. Oscar's like, wow, <laughs> she's here. Um, okay, my final question for both of you. How, okay, what advice do you have for people listening in spotting F-boys and avoiding them? Like, is there anything that you saw in Vernon, the both of you, that you wish you'd gone, oh, looking back, you go, that was a red flag, should have left it there. Brogan? Um, I would say love bombing, number one. Mm. Don't. And if a guy is telling you, I don't, I'm never like this with any other girl, um, you're amazing. I've had, I've never wanted to date a girl before I've met you. I mean, things like that, I would say, are red flags to me. So love bombing would be my number one. Molly, how about you? Queen of F-boys, now with a nice guy. <laughs> my big take home is trust your gut and know your worth. Don't put up with the shit. If you've, you've seen it for your own eyes, fucking move on and find someone better. I mean, I got my nice guy after a failed marriage, so uh, I'm pretty happy. Yay! <laughs> Girls, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we all got to talk. I'm so happy for you and Nick, Molly. He was everyone's favourite. Um, yeah. We yeah. love it. It's amazing. Brogan, heel queen. Um, well done. So proud of you for having the courage to thank come on the you. show. Oh, and final question. Sorry, everyone's asking. Did you um, split some money with Brogan in the end? Yeah, I don't think either of us have received the prize money yet, but um, <laughs> cool. it's, it's coming. <laughs> it's, it's, it is coming. Amazing. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, if you haven't watched the series, F-Boy Island on Binge, watch the entire season one there. We'll put the girls' Instagrams in the show notes so you can find them and keep up with their lives. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. A listener production.